So many of us have come to believe that daily life is like being on a hamster wheel, just full of chaos and constantly reacting to everyday events and situations because it's just the way it is. But what if there was another way, a way that you can take control of your day and your life, defining your own unique vibe on your own terms? Come hang with me, Dana D, as we dig through the everyday BS of life and flip the script to bliss with some soul-aligned, happy, healthy, inspired transformation. This is the Bullshit to Bliss podcast, and welcome, my badass friend, to the shit show. What's up, badass, and welcome to episode number nine of the Bullshit to Bliss podcast, your new BFF, your intuition. So, We had an amazing week last week inside the collective. If you were there, you got some great training on how to kickstart your inner badass and some special bonuses and stuff. So I just wanted to thank those of you who are with me through the week. I hope you got a lot of value from it. And I can't wait to be doing more things like that in the future with you guys. So if you're not part of the Badass Women's Collective, you can get in and I will put the link in the show notes. So this week we're talking about your new BFF, your intuition. So now I will ask you, do you listen to your intuition or do you just quickly dismiss those kind of thoughts? So for those of you who are kind of unsure what intuition is, intuition is your own inner guidance system. It's a feeling based on a form of communication between your soul and your human body. You connect with your life's purpose and your dreams through the magic of your intuition. So let me just give you a real life example of how this has been helping me to make it a little bit more tangible for some of you who think this is a little bit woo woo. So I've been doing a lot of meditating. And when I say meditating, don't don't freak out. Literally just kind of sitting in silence or doing one of those guided meditations with music. I've also realized that I cannot meditate to someone just chit-chatting. That doesn't work for me. So um, on my journey of meditating, which is far, far from perfect, but I'm still doing it, making the conscious intention to sit in quiet or through a guided meditation of just following how that looks like. Um, Imperfect action, okay? Um, Also been doing some journaling and kind of reconnecting with myself and my like higher self, right? My my highest self, that higher version of you who currently has all her shit figured out, right? Think of it as the chick at the destination of where you're going, right? Or the end of the path that you're kind of currently on. So I made a deal with myself to be more mindful of my day, right? And to start to pay attention to those kind of random thoughts, the nudges, the things that pop into my head, right? What we call those kind of intuitive hits. You know, they pop in seemingly out of nowhere, you know, and some of the coolest things have happened since I've started to be more mindful of that practice. I have literally made leaps and bounds in my business world, right? I have taken gigantic leaps outside of my comfort zone, things that I have been stuck in for quite some time. I've managed to find the courage and the strength where there shouldn't have been any or anything left. And I've let go of that kind of control type A personality, right? And instead let myself be led to that next move, that next conversation, that next action. And I'm sharing this to kind of inspire you to see what's possible when you start to tap into your intuition, right? And this is not all just like in my business world, but also like my personal life. So most of you know, 
I've been working on changing my chronic night owl syndrome into an early bird. And I set 40 days as the habit forming game plan for that, right? But I also set the intention that if I was called to let something else in to kind of lean into it, right? Follow those nudges without judgment or overthinking, which if you're anything like me, you are an overthinker and that is no small feat. But I also know that I have lots of goals and visions and aspirations for this year. And I have written those all down. And so I'm kind of knocking them off, but one by one as I kind of feel called, right? And so the first one for me was I had to change my morning routine that because it was no not serving me or anyone in my house to the best of my ability. And it was kind of limiting or inhibiting um, my chances of moving toward my future higher version self person. Okay. So um, I did the thing with the, the goal. I'm going to get up earlier. Right. But this also almost like by default led me to make another change in that morning routine. And I've added like warm water and lemon to be the first thing that I drink in the morning, even before coffee. And that is, is almost as bad as the night owl thing for me. Um, so that was a huge game changer as well, but it came hand in hand. It was like, I would like to do that. Okay. I'm going to try to do that. And it just became what stuck. Um, I've also added in a meditation practice. And like I said, that thing is not beautiful. It can be really messy on some days. Um, but I'm doing it a journaling practice, right? More often than not. Um, it's more, uh, and a more consistent workflow. So the journaling practice is not every single day in the morning, but it is more often than it is not. And then also a more consistent workflow because the decision to get up a little bit earlier, right? And just listen to the suggestions or the, the nudges have also created um, me to be more consistent in my workspace, which in turn benefits everyone that I'm trying to serve. So because I've been able to focus on kind of this calm stillness meditation type practice more often, this has also led me to be more open and more willing um, and just more aware to kind of follow those nudges. So the other day was the two, 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 two day. Um, so I celebrated that 22 straight days on February 22nd of 2022. And the biggest win was actually looking back and realizing all the significant changes that piggybacked on one decision, right? To make that significant shift that I was willing to do this early morning shit, no matter what. And holy shit, it's working. Right. And so because I made the choice to make that one choice, I opened myself up to the possibility of all these other things that just fell hand in hand. And now I like this next level version of me, um, is now making, um, taking the benefit of all of that, right? So let's turn this knowledge back to you. So how do you know if you're actually listening to that intuition or it's your ego? And I'm going to give you a few examples here. So when you're listening, um, out of intuition, your intuition does things out of love while your ego does things out of fear. Your intuition helps you thrive in all areas of your life while your ego keeps you just surviving. You're constantly just keeping your head above water. Your intuition, and this can be a hard one for a lot of people, including me, right? Your intuition surrenders to the unknown. And if you're like a control freak, type A, 
overthinking type personality. That's a hard one. And it still continues to be a hard one. But you kind of take control. So if you were in my challenge last week, we talk about getting control of your mind. And when you can just even be aware that this is a certain practice for you, right? For me, like this controlling type A <laughs> um, thing where everything has, you know, a perfectionist ten, uh, ten, tendency as well. When you can just be aware and conscious of that, it allows that kind of guard to come down. And you kind of start to be open the more you do this to try something new. And sometimes it's so freeing to just surrender and let go. It's very uncomfortable at the beginning, but the more you do it, the bigger risk you're willing to take on the surrender, right? So the bigger payback, the bigger return you're going to get. So intuition surrenders that to that unknown, right? And the ego needs to have control. When it's your intuition, the decisions flow to you with like, you know, ease and flow. I'm sure you've heard that saying lots of times. Whereas with the ego, decisions feel forced. Um, and even for me, I've had a lot of experience with that where there's there's a huge just feeling in your body, your emotion. When you're making a decision that's forced, it feels uncomfortable, right? There's this like tightness, there's resistance, as opposed to when something just feels like, yes, it's a whole body, hell yes, we're doing it. it it's more in ease and flow. And that's, that's ultimately where you want to be. Intuition guides you to take inspired action while your ego causes you to like follow or cave to the pressure. Being guided by your intuition makes you feel empowered while your ego makes you feel that things are limited, right? That's where like all that limiting belief bullshit kicks in. So now I want you to ask yourself even a simpler question, right? Especially if the, the thought of intuition, this whole conversation seems a little bit out there to you. You can go really, really basic. And when you're just making choices about anything, ask yourself, are you making that choice, that decision out of love or out of fear? And really sit with that. Odds are you'll you'll have an instant answer right away. And if you find yourself overthinking it again, you already have your answer there because we've already established that when we overthink, that's out of ego. And we, we want to pull away from that, okay? The hardest part of starting to kind of tap into that intuition, especially once you get the hang of it, is being okay when the thing that you are being told or guided towards is not actually the decision you thought or the action or the result that you want to hear. That's really uncomfortable. And it takes a minute. It takes a minute for that to sit in. And sometimes um, you will not be able to be okay with that. And you're going to make the choice um, from your ego anyway. And then life shifts accordingly. But odds are if you've made that choice out of ego, you will have another opportunity to change it, right? You're, you're constantly course correcting your trajectory. You know what I mean? So now that you're starting to pay more attention to it, really start to pay attention to it. And that's definitely an, an easy way. And it's a hard adjustment, but you will get to do it if you lean into it. I want you to kind of be okay with this knowing it's going to take some practice. And like anything, you know, it's a kind of skill. The more you practice, um, the more you master it and things get easier. So if you're still not sure here, here's some more questions you can ask yourself about who's kind of controlling the show. 
who's controlling your life? And it gets pretty obvious real quick here. So which of these questions resonate with how you are approaching life right now? And I'm going to warn you, this might sting a little bit. Okay. So are you ready? Here we go. What if I fail? Why is this happening to me? What if they hate me? What if I get it wrong? Why is this so hard, so heavy, you know, and a problem for me? Can you guarantee I will get those results? And if not, I'm not going to do it. Why is everyone so much further than I am? And if you are an entrepreneur or my friends in, um, you know, direct sales, that sort of stuff, keeping your eyes in your own lane, um, definitely, definitely will have a little bit of a sting to it here. So, so there's that side of the coin or are you living your life more like this? Asking yourself these types of questions. What if I succeed? What is the best result that can come out of this? How am I at cause for this? How can I find a solution to this? What does this situation need from me right now? And what can I do differently next time? So the, the first set of questions that I asked you and asked if they resonated with your life right now, what if I fail? Why is this happening to me? Why is everyone else so much further ahead of me? You know, can I get a guarantee on that's exactly what it's going to do for me? These are, these are out of your ego. And if you're, you're resonating with those sets of questions, you are currently in your, your ego is controlling your life. The second set was intuition. What, how do I, um, how do I make the best result out of this? How can I find a solution to this? What if I actually succeed? What can I do differently next time? Those are questions that come when you're operating out of intuition. And these are questions that are from um, a website called She's Living Her Best Life. So that's a really good indication. And you can be like a little bit half and half. You can feel like, well, maybe in my like love life, I'm operating out of intuition, but my work life, I'm operating out of ego or um, vice versa or whatever that looks like for you. So this is again, a process, right? So odds are we're probably not 100% in one or the other, or maybe we are and we have a lot of work to do, or maybe we are and we're just fucking amazing humans. So you can figure out what's best for you. So now that you know what camp you've kind of been living in, here are some tips that you can start to use to boost your intuition, right? And meditating. Don't panic about this word. I can't stress that enough. I spent years like basically giving the finger to meditation. Okay. <laughs> it was like, I was having nothing to do with it. It was absolutely ridiculous. There were so many gurus. You couldn't do this. You couldn't do that. And I realized that all of that was just noise. Part of it coming from me, part of it coming from the outside world, part of it coming from my expectation of myself. And I just started to do the damn thing. And I was okay with the fact that it wasn't going to be perfect, but everybody starts somewhere. I mean, when you learn to ride a bike, when you fall off at once, are you done? Do you walk away? That's it. You know, when you're trying to potty train, do you just, you know, <laughs> try it once? It doesn't work out. You end up with pee on the floor and that, that's a wrap. You're going to be in diapers forever. Of course not. So give yourself that kind of same grace when you're, you're tapping into things that you haven't done before, or you're, you're tapping into things that you have preconceived notions about and you're like, kind of like trying to 
to will yourself back into kind of doing it or give it a shot. Okay. So let's be mindful of that. So meditation, basically taking time to clear the chatter in your mind, even if it's only for a couple minutes. And I did give some tips uh, on another episode about doing like this brain dump at night. So even if you, you know, get in your bed, you're quieting your mind, you have all your electronics turned off, you're, you're following all, all that kind of stuff. You get your little notebook out and you just jot anything that's bothering you, anything that you have in your head of your like to-do list for the next day. And then after you get all that junk out of your head, close your book and just sit there and just listen, just sit in quiet with your eyes closed while you're still um, awake before you fall asleep and just kind of tune into you and see what's there. There might be nothing. That's cool. You might be sitting there cursing me or thinking how stupid this is. That's all right too, but keep doing it. I'm going to encourage you to keep doing it. Okay. It can be really, really, really powerful. And worst case, just focus on your breath. And even if you just sit there and count your breath in and out for three or four seconds each way, and that's what you do for like the first few weeks, that's cool. You're doing amazing. You are already steps ahead of many other people. So that's step one. Another thing that you can do is start to trust your kind of gut feelings, your your physical body reactions to things that are occurring around you, right? Like there's a whole mind-body connection and it that butterflies in the stomach is is literally a thing. What else, you know, what other physical body reactions do you have to things? And start to kind of just tune into that when things happen around you. You can ask for signs, but I'm going to encourage you to be specific, but not overly specific, right? Like, um, universe, please show me a sign of, you know, a pink elephant with purple polka dots that, you know, stands on my front lawn at 3 p.m. every day. Like, don't get so specific that it's you're, you're actually, you know, sabotaging yourself, but be specific enough so that when you see it, you will instantly know. Um, as for signs, you know, universe, show me a sign that I'm moving God source, whoever you use, but show me a sign to see if you're moving in the right direction of something that you're, you're trying to go toward in your life. Okay. Be specific so that you know what you're looking for. Maybe you ask to see a ladybug or maybe a white feather or, you know, things like that. Um, and then another option that you can do to kind of tune into that intuition is ditch the overthinking. I know, <laughs> but this is good for overthinking of anything by doing repetitive activities. So if you ever notice kind of when you're cooking or cleaning, folding laundry, maybe dancing, things just pop into your head more often than, than when you're doing kind of other things because you're, you're constantly doing this repetitive motion. So you don't need so much brain power. So pay attention to the things that that pop into your head, even if it's like a person or just a random idea, um, start to pay attention to that. So on your shit list this week, your soul aligned, happy, healthy, inspired transformation list. Let's have some fun with this, right? I want you to practice paying attention to these little nudges and intuitive hits throughout the week, no matter how random and write them down to see if there's like a theme or a pattern. And please do not panic on this, right? It might take a little while to start to notice, especially if you've never been paying attention to this kind of stuff before. But remember, don't try and force it. Another thing you can do is um, make, an, make a note of things. Like say you were thinking of blue shoes and then 
you know, a few minutes later or a couple hours later, something for blue shoes pops up on your phone or the, in the TV, you see this commercial with blue shoes, right? Or you have a, like a topic and then you see confirmation of that same topic, say on social or your friend randomly brings it up and you haven't talked to them about it before, right? Start tuning into that stuff. I will warn you that sometimes those thoughts are just there for like a brief second and then they disappear. So be ready to kind of jot it down, make a little note in your phone app or whatever that looks like for you, because it might not stay around for too long, right? And I'd love for you to share with me how that goes. So as you roll into the rest of this week, remember this kind of like affirmation mantra or even a funny, I'll leave that up to you. I am too magical for your bullshit. Until next time, badasses. Well, badass, that's a wrap. Thanks for sticking it out to the end. I'm so friggin' excited to see how you do on your shit list this week. So if you want to keep up with me during the week, be sure to follow me on Instagram at the Dana D. That's T-H-E-D-A-N-A-D-E-E. And be sure to tag me when you're working on your shit. And if you're ready to dig a little deeper and surround yourself with some badass women, come hang with us over on the Facebook in the Badass Women's Collective. Until next week, badass, let's get our shit together and go define your own vibe. Girl, I got you and you got this. See you next time.